And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to another Rolling Me United podcast. Um, today we'll be doing something a bit different, but we'll get onto that in a minute. We've got Danny, Mick, and Ben again. Hello. Hello. Um, thank you very much for joining us again. And yeah, we're going to do a, something a bit different, as I say. Uh, but then I think, first of all, Ben's got a very small quiz to start us off. Yeah, yeah. only six or seven questions. Cool. Non Rolling United really at this time, isn't it? Yeah. Messy. If you're not interested in it, just skip skip past about five minutes. Hmm. <laughs> Go on, Ben. Uh, everybody ready? Yeah. Who is the only player to score in 22 consecutive Premier League seasons? I know it. I know that one. How many? 22. Easy. Come on, man. If you don't know it, you, as soon as he says it, you'll you'll think you should have known. Yeah. Okay. Danny. Ryan Giggs. Matt. Yeah. Mick, what did you put? Uh, I didn't put anything because I didn't know you were about. Ryan Giggs, <laughs> it is. <laughs> so Matt and Danny on one point, Mick on zero. Surprise! Surprise. <clears throat> <laughs> this one's a, a hard one. Um. Which British team was the last ever club to beat Real Madrid in a European Cup final? In a final? Yeah, you never get it. British team? Yeah. What the hell? From the UK. Real Madrid. I ain't got a clue on this one. Um, Go on, I've had a guess. Danny? Uh, I'm just going to go from ages ago. Um, 
I'm going to say Aston Villa. Matt? Aston Forest. Mick? Aberdeen. Aberdeen it is. I thought you said Champions League. European. European. Oh, I knew that. Oh, Fer- that was Fergie, Champions. wasn't it? Yeah. So, everyone's tied. I didn't listen to the question properly. <laughs> right, this one. Um, <clears throat> the record fastest Premier League goal was 7.7 seconds and it was recorded in 2017. But yeah, which striker recorded it scored the goal? I know which team he played for. Can't remember his name. 2017, so very, very recent. I thought I'd put more recent. You can't Google it. Well, I've written my answer. My answer's not going to change. Can't remember his blooming name. I give you 10 seconds. <clears throat> I may have to challenge on this one, Ben, but go on. Right, Danny? Shane Long. Shane Long in 2019. Was it 2019? Yeah. I thought it, it was more recent. April 2019. Can I, I have, have my answer? That small bloke who played for Southampton. Um, if you put small Irish, I might, we might have gave Yeah, but... Irish as well. <laughs> I, I put tattoos. Has he got tattoos? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't look like Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't know. All right, fair enough. I'll 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 give you that one. No, because you can cover Charlie Austin with that as well. Oh uh, yeah, that's what I meant actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, which Premier League team has been at the, has been at their current stadium the longest? Oh, just overall. Mhm. No. Well, yeah. No, yeah. It doesn't really matter. They've been there a very very long time. All right, I think I've got my answer. I've got one. They've been there since 1883, so... Mm. Go on, then. Danny? I'm going to go with Manchester United. Matt? I've gone Sheffield United. Mick? Everton. Burnley. Oh. Wow. I know it weren't Liverpool, because Everton... <coughs> it weren't Everton or Liverpool, because Everton actually used to play at Anfield. Oh, that's true, actually, yeah. Yeah. And Liverpool nicked it off them. Yeah, Liverpool's Liverpool's first game at Anfield were against us, weren't it? Were it? Yeah. Right, three more questions. Two? Three? Uh, three. All right. Um, uh... Right. You don't read? (laughs) Well prepared for this, Uh, then, Ben. Which player did Rotherham sign on loan in 2013 from Newcastle? Who was also previously loaned out to Wednesday? Yeah. Uh, 2013 or 14, that season. I can't remember the specific year. Truly, part of your job as a quiz question man is to find out. But it was the 2013 14 season. All right, then. fair enough. And he played I don't in know, that but season. I'll just kind of have a guess. I don't know. I've got an answer. Right. Danny? Oh, well, I've got two answers, actually. Uh, I don't know, I'll go with one answer. I'll say... Uh, Lewis Price. Matt? Tav. Mick? Vukic. Savernia, it is. 
Yeah. He played for Wednesday. Yeah. Yes. They thought it was rubbish, obviously. Mm. Fair enough. Oh, my other one was going to be Wes Thomas, just purely for a guess. <laughs> right, is it two more questions? It is, isn't yeah. it? Oh, five, so yeah. How many league titles did Sir Alex win with Man United? You should know I the exact it. number. I see it everywhere, every time I go to Old Trafford. <laughs> I've got a guess. What, league titles? Yeah. With uh, Man United. I think I've got it. Yeah, just, I'm just going to go with my first instinct. Come right, Danny. Remember. 13. Mick, uh, Matt. I've got 18. Mick. Nine. Oh, 13. 18. Yeah. It's literally a massive banner across Old Trafford uh, and all. This one needs to settle it because Matt and Danny are level. We Mick, are. you've got one. So. <laughs> uh, right. Let me find the question that's going to settle it. Uh, <laughs> right. What year did the first Premier League season start and how many teams were in the first season? Done. Do you get a point each or just... Uh, point okay. each, point each. Okay. I'll give you a bit of time on that one because... I've already got it. Maybe yeah. a trick question. Oh, okay. I think Danny? I've got it. Uh, I'm going to say it. it's always had 20 teams. And I think it's 1992. Matt? 92, 93. And there was, was 22 to start with. I'm going to say Mick? 22. Well, I'm miles out, aren't I? Because I thought there were 24 to start with. And I've got 1991. Uh, 1992. And there were 22 teams. So oh, I'm going to say that and all. Again. Boom and boom. There we go. So Matt wins. On the upside, I got a question right. You did. Congratulations well for getting a point. We're all very proud. Nobody else did. We are actually quite proud of you. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah, very good. Um, so yeah, let's get on with it today. We're gonna do. Yeah, I since it was in a little bit different. We're gonna go through some of the less good players in our history. We were going to drag this over two weeks, but I think we could probably manage all this in one one episode, to be honest. Yeah, I think so. Um, because there's been some poor, poor so we'll put it, there were poor signings, let's put it that way, that didn't necessarily work out for the club. Uh, it's not, we're not aiming to bully people. <laughs> Just clarify. Yeah, so I suppose we'll mention that. When we put this out on Twitter, asking people to suggest people who were poor, or, you know, for a worst 11. Uh, and somebody suggested that that was effectively bullying um, and, you know, singling out people. That's certainly not what we're trying to do. We're trying to just make a bit bit of fun, trying to have a little a bit of a laugh. Uh, and as happens in football, sometimes people aren't very good for you as, a, as a, uh, if your team. And that's basically what we're trying to talk about. As I said, it's always meant to be light-hearted. We're not... If you've listened to us before, you'll know that we are not a very hard-hitting podcast <laughs> so, um, so there you go so I think we'll start off with the manager and I think Michael's got the one Michael's friend well yeah Kenny Jacket Kenny Jacket's got to be the man hasn't it 100%, 100% for me um, just because of his 
He just bottled, he just bottled it, didn't he? he? Just utterly bottled it. Um, I don't know why he came in the first place. He obviously didn't do any sort of research into to the club and to, to what were going off or anything. He, he just, I don't know, I don't know. I can't understand why he thought it was a good idea. No. Um, based on the fact that he stayed five games, didn't win any of them, and then and then just ran off, mm. just ran away. Um, a bizarre set of circumstances, um, and 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 it just shows for me that he just did no so. It, like I said, he did no research, did he, into what the club was and what our standing was and 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 what our abilities were financially. Mm. So. Well, it doesn't seem that way because it was semi successful at the clubs he's been to. Obviously, Wolves is an obvious one, but um, it did okay. It did okay at Millwall, relatively speaking, for Millwall. But yeah, all, it, 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 it felt like at the time it was a really, really good appointment. I was quite excited that we got him in because his mm. record was quite good. Yeah. Well, it, it didn't, it does not, you can't say it didn't work out, but he just didn't do anything. It wasn't an improvement when he came in with it, it was just nothing. No, it just it, it was just the same old, wasn't it? There was yeah. No, no change in in what had gone before. Yeah. Uh, nothing improved. Nothing got better. Nothing, just at, nothing changed at all. No, it didn't. I agree. Ben, do you what do you think? Do you think happy with um, Kenny, or do you think Stubbs should get a shout? Uh, I think Stubbs should get a shout because I, I I think he kind of uh, he didn't well he didn't ruin the club, but he didn't. He made a bad statement and a bad mark on the club for a few years, and we're definitely still feeling some of the the repercussions. I think of when he was here. Yeah, well, we've only just got rid of some of his, his garbage. Dominic Ball's only just gone, hasn't he? Last, end of last mm. last season. Yeah, um, I think it was. I know he's been loaned out. I don't know if he's signed him permanently. He's gone to QPR. He's somehow managed to get. Get signed by QPR in Championship. I don't know how. Uh, I think it, it, it perhaps tells you a story that it, it this is not necessarily about bad players. It's about bad fits. Definitely. Um, because, you know, and we'll go on to defenders and what have you, but obviously Darnell Fisher was not a very, very well-liked player at our club. True. He's gone on to have a cracking season or cracking couple of seasons at Preston. He's clearly a good player. He was clearly a good player before he came to us. Um, it just didn't cut it for us. Um, no. It was a bad fit. Yeah, but, no, absolutely. And we'll come on to strikers in a minute, but somebody else who is, who is who won't, I don't certainly won't. Well, Tom Pope is a good example. Yeah, as, as a striker, it just didn't work. But when he went back to Port Vale, it just it just it's like you say, a good fit. Yeah, absolutely. Ben, Danny, I'll give you a casting vote. You want Kenny Jacket or Stubbsy? I I think Stubbs because of just really? how much he affected the club after he'd left. Fair enough, I'm surprised. The thing about Stubbs was is is he came across, and I don't know what he's like as a person at all, but he came across as really arrogant. Yes. Um, and and that's, that's you know, his, yeah, in his interviews and everything else, um, you know, it was the feeling I got from him when I listened to his interviews was shut up. I know what I'm doing. Mm. You know, you lot, you know nothing about football. You're a little club. All I'm, you know, and, and I know best kind of attitude. Mm. Well, that story from in the press conference, he, wanted, he got a journalist removed 
Paul Davis has written about it a couple of times where Alan Stubbs got him removed from the press conference for asking a question he didn't like. Right. Which sort of sums up the man, I suppose. If you're not going to just answer a question, you know, what I assume was a relatively innocent question. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, don't know. So, I, I wouldn't have an argument. Um, no. I still think Jacket should have it for having no, no balls. But Well, he would get Stubbs because... Stubbs caused the long-term damage. Jacket just couldn't do anything about the damage that had been done and bottled it. Yeah. Stubbs, I said, up until last season, we were still paying for people like Dominic Ball. If he played 10 games for a ball, I'd be surprised. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll give Stubbs the the, uh, the honour as, as being the, the manager. Um, so, we want to keepers. Anybody got any keepers they want to talk about that are less good? We've been quite lucky, I think, with keepers. Lewis Price. Yeah, I suppose, but I think Paul Pettinger tweeted us about this, about about getting it, you know, hopefully not getting the worst eleven. But there's a space in every squad for a number two. Paul Pettinger were, were a very good number two, and I think Lewis Price is a decent number two. Mm. You know, yeah. it's good to have somebody in the squad who's who's happy just to be a number two, and, and when called upon can do an okay job. And Price, when, when he came in last season a couple of times for Rodak, and when he came in, he did all right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, for for me, uh, of the recent ones, Kel Roos. Yeah. Um, and again, got him to much, much bigger and better things. Why not just? But it's well, time with us. He had a eight kick on him. Yeah. Pinpoint just, accuracy every time. He were brought in as that type of try and play it around, weren't it? I think. Yeah. But there were just instant pressure on him, <clears throat> weren't they? And, and he just didn't deal with that pressure. No. Uh, but then if you look when the playoff final were it for Derby against Villa, where it cost him at least one goal. Um, so he clearly is a decent keeper. Again, not the perfect keeper. Keepers is one, is one of those positions where if you uh, holds it up, yeah, get noticed quite quickly. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I'm sure we've had some bad keepers down, down the years or, or ones that were sort of... Uh, prone to making mistakes. I just can't think of any else, any any more off the top of my head. Um, uh, how about the person that didn't make an appearance for us, Paddy Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> One of yeah, I don't know. I think um, can't really, can't really, uh, no, can't really use that. Somebody's mentioned somebody called Barry Watling from yeah, the 70s. Yeah, I, I never, I've had a look. I can't find out on him. I don't remember him. Don't remember that name at all. Um, so obviously didn't hang around for very long. No. So uh, what do you think, Ben? Do you think uh, Scott Shearer is one I don't think did particularly well for us? Would you put Shearer as bad as Roos? Um, I can't really remember either, to be honest. I can't remember Keller Roos. I can't remember Shearer. Oh. I can't. The only keeper that yeah. I can remember is Colin. Really, and he went bad. That's the only earliest keeper I can remember. Yeah. A good keeper. He was all right, Colin. Well, he had his problems, but he was he was decent enough keeper, definitely. Well, despite what Paul Petting just said, it looks like it's going to be Paul that's in goal. <laughs> <laughs> Only kidding. <laughs> Only kidding. The only one I can think of is Keller Roofs. Um, <clears throat> I think the thing is with keeper, if they have a, if they if they have a bad start or whatever, they seem to go go away quite quickly. I imagine there's been a few loanees who've been poor, we've not really seen much of, and then they've just sort of gone back. Yeah. 
Um, so I'm sort of happy if anybody's got any no complaints. We'll put Kellerus as the unfortunate man. No complaints. Do you mean he was rubbish for us and he came back and played yeah. against us for Plymouth? <laughs> I can't remember who it was. I think it might have been, yeah. And he had an absolutely storming game. Yeah, as per. He did the um, Al Habzi thing where he just played well against us. Yeah. Which was. Yeah. He yeah. was a keeper, him. Only against us. Yeah, well, yeah, true. <laughs> Pulled off some of the best saves I've seen at New York, Alabzi. Yeah. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah, I did like him as a keeper. Yeah. I thought he was a really good keeper. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so we'll move on to defenders. So we'll go from right to left. Um, anybody for the full-back position? Anybody for the right-back? Uh, toughie. He is a toughie, I think. People say Fisher, don't they? But I liked Fisher. Yeah, I thought Fisher did okay for that. I, I like mixing it. I can understand why people didn't like him because I did think he was quite lazy. But yeah, I, it was a bit, a bit of a culture thing, weren't it? The, the thing that Stubbs brought it in. Yeah. Um, people think Viner as well, but I thought Viner were quite good. Viner, no, you didn't. Just, the, the fans didn't get along with some of them. I'm sure we. You said many times last season you thought it was rubbish. Well, he was. Right, okay. But on the, on, when he, he, he went through a patch of being rubbish, and mm. then I can remember before he left, he did turn it around, and he was actually quite good before he, he left. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had a lot of time to buy him. I felt, I felt like you were... Um, he was only a young lad. Yeah, and it, was like, it, was, it felt like he would play that position. It didn't, it didn't look like a right-back, did it? Well, he went to his centre-half, weren't he? Yeah. Um... And he was very, very harsh to treat, and I think by 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 some section of our so-called supporters, um, yeah. really harsh to treated. No, so, I agree. So I, I would, I wouldn't. Put don't get in mind, I'm afraid. No, I don't, I don't think. In terms of in terms of bad signings, no, they were a good signing for me. Uh, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to get it right back in here. I could think. And I'm sure there'd be. Somebody will be listening, screaming out the name of somebody. But what about Sean Cummings? One of the Steve Evans' many signings. Yeah, he played twelve times for us in seventeen eighteen. Well, that's the championship years. Could have been one team. Yeah, Oh, that one is. Uh, it went one is now. Again. I don't remember him being particularly a poor player. I don't remember him having a particularly bad time with us. Mm. He may have done it. It's just not, not within my memory anyway. Struggling here, aren't we, for a right-back? Well, we've had some decent ones, haven't we? We've had uh, Hunt, Cambridge first name now. Jack. Jack, Jack Hunt. He were very, he I was, thought he were good. Yeah, really good. Mm. Uh, um, it's one of them, again, positions that we've done okay in. I mean, <laughs> we're putting binary in because we're struggling here. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, well, we struggled to fill. We struggled to fill it, fill that position. To be fair, yeah, I think Josh Emmanuel were very good for us as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, Shea Facey, remember Shea Facey? He was on loan from Man City, and again another. I vaguely remember him, yeah. Right, yeah. another Steve Evans signing. Um, he played five times. He really struggled. He did really, really struggle. But again, he went, he's gone on to do have a, a decent lower league career. Gone to yeah. league. League League Two, Walsall and Northampton. Well, Walsall League One, aren't they? Are they? No. No League Two. No League Two, no. Um, 
at the minute, I would probably put Shea Facey in there because he was really bad for us. Um, okay. We can come back. We can, we can always come back, aren't we? I think if one's mind. So the, the question, next question is, who's going to partner Danny Collins? Well, Danny Collins is in because... God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, You're brilliant before he came to us. Again, he's another one of them. He had a, he had a really decent career. Uh, yeah. Did he spend time at Forest? Yeah. Still. Yeah. yeah. Uh, international football, we're Scottish. Yeah. Irish, really. Uh, Welsh, sorry. We were Welsh. Uh, so, yeah, he played 150, nearly 150 for Sunderland between 2004 and 2009 when yeah. some of that won in Premier League. 50 for Stoke. Played for West Ham on loan. 70 odd for North for the Forest. Yeah. Uh, I think he's retired now. He played. He went on to play 106 times for Grimsby. Oh, I yeah. know too, but yeah, it just rubbish for us. Yeah. Uh, well, we signed him at Championship, and he weren't a Championship player. That was the problem. It, it was clearly past it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but again, a bad signing, really. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it, it was a, unfortunately, for him, the wrong player at the wrong time. Yeah. Trying to bring in some experience, and unfortunately, it were um, it was too late in his career. Yeah, big time. So we'll put him in there. Danny, any other centre-halves you'd like to think to put uh, in? Uh, not really, no. Uh, somebody Claude Davis. Oh, yeah. Claude Davis was rubbish on his debut, but after that he went all right, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. Uh, going back a little bit, Mick, what do you think about Colin Murdoch going in? Yeah. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't argue with that. He was... Uh, but again, he's another one. Before he came to us, he had a decent yeah. career. Yeah. Uh, he, only Northern Ireland international, but again, an international. 180 appearances of Preston. When I, he got to the playoff, the championship playoff final with Preston. Yeah. Um, so again, a pretty good player. Yeah, yeah. Not for us. Yeah, that absolutely. Just, that were in the MacArthur, that one. Yeah, we're at a good time, that were it, to be Not fair. Uh, everything, everything that could possibly go wrong at club were going wrong at that time. So, mm. um, yeah, bang him in there. Yeah, um, Ben, Dan, go on, Ben. We haven't heard from you in a while. He's still there, Ben. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you have you got any left backs you want to think of? Um, no, I don't really have any. Scott is the only name that I can think of. Because apart quality. in my lifetime, it's been Scars and Matic. That's the only people that I know. Yeah. Scars were quality. Ben Perrington were more yeah. recent one that bit struggled, eh? Yeah, absolutely. That wasn't a great signing, were it? No. But he got on to again to do well. He's, yeah, the chart. Playing regularly at championship now. Yeah. yeah. Play a final. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Perrington's the only one I can think of at the minute. Well the the other one obviously is what we've talked about in the, previously, and that's Darnell. Um it, it, it just didn't have a great time with us. No. Uh, you could see it was he, for me. I could see he got ability, and you could see he was a decent player. But just it just didn't work for him, did it? No, not at all. Um, and, and 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 for him and and probably Viner as well. Mm. Uh, when it doesn't work and the crowd get on your back, that's just you're into a vicious circle. Then yeah, um, of, of of it just you know just started to 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 go downhill mm. um, because. Your form plummets, and um, you know it's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I've got another one for right back that has just come up. Nicky Hunt. 
Oh yeah. Uh, Evan signed in League Two, and again he's somebody else. But again, fantastic CV. Yeah. Plays the ball to him for a lot. Um, and then uh, got, I think got to quarterfinals at UEFA for cup or something like that. Yeah. But again, it was just rubbish for us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But so yeah, he played 128 times for Bolton, uh, odd appearance at Brails, and then he's gone on to play well over 100 more times in League One and Two. Mm. Um, but I think he would probably be a, a, a better pick for the for this for this eleven than uh, Shea Facey. Yeah, probably. I think you're right. Um, ben, any thoughts? Uh, what for? I'm thinking Nick Hunt at right back. <laughs> Do you remember Nicky Hunt? No. Oh well, this is going to be <laughs> I like these. They're going to be before my time. Are we keeping you awake, Ben? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you. All right, we'll, we'll move on. I think Purrington's the left back at the minute, unless somebody can think of anybody else in the meantime. Um, should we move on to wingers? Yeah. Andy Roscoe. Andy Roscoe, yeah. <laughs> were he uh, left or right, do we know? A left winger, weren't he? A left winger, I just desperately wanted him to be really well, really good. <laughs> and the more you wanted him to be really good, the crapper he became. <laughs> or the crapper he played, sorry. Yeah. It was just, I don't know, I don't know. The thing about Andy Roscoe, he was, he was it, you know who he reminded me of? You probably not any people of my age or a little bit younger will know. He reminded me of Gary Davis. Radio One DJ with his suntan and his tricky boy hair and everything else. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it just, I don't know, the, the image that he portrayed, pretty boy image, all, all style and no substance. Mm. Um, so he'd it, have to be in there for me, Andy Roscoe, I'm afraid. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, we can chuck him in. I don't think he did a great deal before us, and to be fair, he didn't do a great deal afterwards either. He went on to play at Exeter, I think. Right. Um, he was at us for a while, though, wasn't he? He was, yeah. He was with us for a while. and To be fair to him, he was one of those players who had flashes of quality, mm. but they were just that. Yeah. They were just flashes. Um, so. He played 214 times for us. Yeah. I know they were here for ages. Yeah. 214 games, going to 214 games thinking today might be the day. <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. Uh, Danny, you got anybody for left wingers? All right. Um, uh, Gareth Evans went brilliant. He was good when he played against Bradford. Yeah. yeah. He always oh, <laughs> Wordsworth. Yeah, Wordsworth a good shot. Anthony Wordsworth. He scored one goal. He scored a free kick against Bolton on like a Tuesday night. Yeah. And then did nothing ever. <laughs> no, that's not a bad shout out, Danny. Well, he was left on all, though, wasn't he? I don't mind, uh, Yeah, he was left winger. No matter, though, just two wingers you can play beside, can't they? Yeah, Andy Roscoe could switch over to right, cutting in from left. Maybe. Or just not bothering. <laughs> Very good shots. Uh, any sentiments? Paul Green. I know that will come in. <laughs> I'll leave that for somebody else to say. Yeah. Yeah, bless him, he were. He, were. he tried. He was just too old, weren't he? Yeah, another one. He, he, 
the idea was, I think, that it would be the James Milner type experience pro, just run and run and run. But it just had zero quality. Mm. Mm. Which for him, they weren't good on ball, were they? No, apart from that one nutmeg he did, they were rubbish. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think I think these are that's a fair fit that one in there. Um, Anybody you make from older times? Oh, there's one that shouts out for you, Michael. Go on then. Oh yeah, Jabo. Jabo. Oh come on, yeah, of course. Yeah, right, that, that's it. I mean, that, there's no spannering to be done there, is it? He just he just fits slots straight in there. Yeah. Uh, you could have Paul Green sat there, literally sat there, uh, in middle there, uh, and Jabo watching ball go above his head. Yeah, but to be fair to Taylor, he just ran. He ran and ran and ran. Yeah, and usually in the wrong direction. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> he tried a lot, didn't he? He, he tried, tried really hard. It, it, it was a bit like that Andy Roscoe that you talked about. Yeah. I really wanted him to do well. I really wanted him to just nail yeah. the top corner or just do something. Absolutely. And the day just never came. It kind of reminded me of, 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 of like, it was one of us. He yeah. just got lucky and managed to get himself a shirt. <laughs> so working really, really hard. Yeah. And to be fair, probably got found out. To be fair, um, but yeah, yeah, I, I'll, I'd have him in there every time. Yeah. Yeah. I've got another shout for looking, looking at some players. Scott Loach as goalkeeper. Um, we sat, and again, surprisingly, Evans signed him. Um, 2014-15, he played twice. When mm-hmm. it was he came with played 150 appearances for Watford uh, he had 14 under 21 caps for England I think he'd been in England squad yeah twice and then he came and played two games and was absolutely awful yeah um, so I might stick him in do you remember him Danny? no I don't not really quite small with brown hair yeah I do vaguely, yeah. Yeah. He's going in instead of Keller <laughs> <laughs> um, So, yeah, that's his midfield four done. Uh, strikers. Easy. Drew Broughton. Easy. Oh, I can't have Drew Broughton in. No, I can't. I, I, I can't have Drew Broughton in, and I'll tell you for why. Next to Blackstock. It, Go on. I mean, you look at... Um, uh, Drew Broughton and, and what he's done since he's gone. Uh, you know, I mean, he's, he's working really hard with uh, with footballers and, and, and issues that footballers have in terms of mental health and, and one thing or another. He's done a lot of really good work mm. uh, since since he left. And he was at the back end of his career when he came to us. Um, I know we've said that about all the others, but I don't know. I, I, I might yeah. be here. And it, it, it wasn't very good, but it was very good for Alfie. Yeah, it, it was that other man for Alfie to, to play off, and Alfie needed that. Yeah, uh, I suppose. Brought did a good job of being the other guy. Yeah. If not, if not brilliant, it was just the other guy, weren't it? I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is uh, a good, you know, and he had a good career. Played twenty-one different teams and played nearly four hundred and sixty times. So he's had a, you know, he's been yeah. about played played for a lot of clubs. Yeah. Um, Dexter Blackstock is getting in because he is probably our worst ever signing. Freeloader. Yeah. And that's that's again 
this, this is probably why Alan Stubbs should get in there because he's another Alan Stubbs like a person who will yeah. cost us but with 10 grand a week on like a three year contract bear in mind you were like 35 or yeah. something like that with the one of the most baffling signings even when we signed him I thought well that's a decent signing but not on a three whatever it were a three year contract for the money he's supposedly getting stinks to me of a backhand of that deal could be uh, that's what it smells like to me. Mm. Uh, but yeah, one of the worst signings we've had. But again, again, there's another one who had a, who had a really a, a championship level, had a decent career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred plus for QPR, hundred and sixty plus for Forest. Yeah. From what I can see, Forest fans still speak of him quite quite highly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, hey, listen, from my personal point of view, as far as Dexter Blackstock's concerned, I don't really have anything against him. I just think he was a shocking signing. It was a shocking deal. Yeah. Um, probably all of that he had nothing to do with. Oh, no. um, but when he did come, he just didn't do anything. Mm. I don't think he really wanted to be here. And I, I would suggest probably his agent probably got more out of that deal than he did. Well, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, that, that, that's, that's, what, that's what that sort of strikes me up on, on, uh, as far as Dexter Blackstock's concerned. So, yeah, shocking signing. Uh, put him in there with, uh, with Gisbert. Gisbert Boss? Yes. Oh, bless Gisbert Boss. They were dreadful. They were. <laughs> Pulling a bull's ass with a shovel. <laughs> Absolute useless. It's got, it's got four goals in 18 games. That's very harsh, Michael. Yeah, it is harsh, isn't it? But it weren't very good. Let's put but it that one way. had the white boots, or that's somebody else? You've asked me that before, and I can't remember. I just remember how bad he was. It was somebody around that time who always turned up with white boots and were terrible. And obviously, back in the 90s, the white boots weren't as... No, they weren't, were they? They weren't, they weren't the thing, were they? Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll put Gisbert Boss in there, because he did nothing. He, he's the one that, that never did anything for anybody else. Yeah, well, basically in football, it's got a 10, 10 in thirty six for Lincoln. After us, he went back to Holland for some teams that I can't pronounce. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but yeah. Put Gisbert Boss in there. Any, any other quest? Any other one you want to suggest, Dan and Ben, for any position? Um, not that I can think of. No, not really. Maybe Fraser Richardson for right back. That's all I can think of. Mm, I suppose. I always thought he, qu- he tried quite hard, didn't he, though? Mm. And he was, oh, uh, he was a local boy, wasn't he? Yes, yeah, yeah, he was. Wednesday, weren't he? Wasn't he at Wednesday? Uh, Leeds. Leeds, that's it. 150 appearances for Leeds, but he won him rather than they, he came back and, well, went to it. They finished his career eventually at Donny, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, not much cop. No. Um, so we'll leave it there we've got Scott Loach in goal Nicky Hunt right back Danny Collins and Colin Murdoch at centre back Purrington at left back I feel harsh about putting Purrington in it, but I can't think we're a left back really no not really um, Wordsworth and Roscoe as your wingers whichever side you want to put them on Green and Taylor at middle Blackstock and Gisbert Boss as your strikers and that is a frightening 11 scary <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not great, is it, that? No. I might not be renewing my season ticket. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's probably our worst 11. Uh, I'm sure if you've got, if anyone wants to suggest anybody else, I'm sure, I'm sure there's many other people that have played for it that have been worse or 
sure there is. There's plenty of room on bench. Oh yeah, we could have uh, so, done this. <laughs> so uh, yes, yeah, that's good enough for me. Uh, I'll not put, I'll not tweet the team out on Twitter, but we'll uh, obviously let us know if anybody wants to. Yeah, change that. Won't <laughs> <laughs> let anybody. No, absolutely. I mean, obviously you're referring to the the person who I think you, did you discuss at the beginning of the podcast the person who uh, yeah talked about it being bullying who's now. Those tweets have been deleted by the looks of it. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was it was the, the implication there was that we were having a pop at people because and and, and affecting people's mental health, which um, coming from somebody who supposedly a Rotherham United supporter mm. and understanding and seeing if he should then understand what we as a club and as a set of supporters have been through in the last twelve months. Uh, some of the events that have affected the club and you know the mental health of the people that are, that are within it and outside of the club uh, and how, how everybody's rallied together and supported each other uh, clearly that all that lot's bypassed him yeah uh, absolutely and this is one of the reasons we've continued to do this podcast during the time when there's no football is because we're all stuck inside you know struggling for things to do and think about hopefully this gives some people a bit of release and a bit of what is hopefully some sort of normality. Yeah, absolutely. What and is key, Yeah. Uh, it just keeps football, you know, in people's minds and, yeah. um, you know, and, and try to try to bring back some decent memories of, um, I know it, it's not that long ago, but it just seems, it seems <laughs> years, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. really does. I'm getting so tired at Belarusian Super League now that <laughs> it's the only football I can get. Yeah. It's, it's a bit grim at the minute. Um, should we move on to sort of chat about the, what the restart? Project yeah. Restart, as the Premier League are calling it. Yeah, they don't know what they're talking about, do they? It's desperate It's desperate stakes from Premier League because they know that they're going to lose a load of money. Yeah. If you look at the guidance and you look at what the government are saying and what the medical professionals are saying and how they could possibly justify restarting the league with all that testing that's going to need to go off between now and the end of the season, in inverted commas, that testing that is probably needed elsewhere. Mm. Um, you know, they've got to finish it, and they need to finish it now. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's quite obscene. But they can't, can they? Because they're held over a barrel. Because they're going to have to give some money back, and, and Lord knows they don't want to be getting rid of any money, do they? Well, supposedly, if if they had to cancel it, and be, Sky and BT have not said they want the money back. But they could potentially have to pay back a quarter of a billion pounds if they don't finish the season. Yeah, well, you know when you get that greedy, it comes back to bite you on backside sooner or later, doesn't it? It does, and this is gonna, this is gonna. I saw some on Facebook or Twitter, I can't remember there, about the ITV digital deal back in the north, mm. early noughties, which killed off, or didn't kill off, but you know, hurt a lot of teams. Yeah. This is not dealt with properly. This is going to be the same situation where this is going to hurt a lot of teams. What makes you think it's going to be dealt with properly? Well, it won't I'm, be, will it? I'm hoping that the AFL and things are behind closed doors, giving some reassurances to League One, particularly particularly League Two, but, you know, a lot of League One as well. Yeah. And some Championship, probably. Um, that if, you know, if things do not end up either playing or do playing behind closed doors, even into next year, there is a support system in there. There was someone on 
Twitter again today that the Premier League, I think, or suggested they'll pay towards some league AFL teams some money if, if and when they restart, with the implication is that if they don't restart, they'll not give them that money that they're saying they might give them. Mm. Well, if they can't afford to restart, you just, you might, it just, I don't know. It seems like they've just, they, they want to restart at any cost. Yeah. And yeah, it's because of all the, the, the TV money, isn't it? But, but, that, but I understand that for Premier League, but that, the TV money matters much less for teams like, particularly one and two, and probably yeah, yeah. Team, I mean, TV money in championships not brilliant. Apart from Leeds, obviously, they're on every week. Yeah, um, but I think they get a similar share of money. They only, they don't, I think their extra games on telly are very minimal. Mm. Um, well, what people keep banging on about is competition integrity. So it's, there is no integrity. This is a, this is a, a set of clubs in Championship who are asking for financial fair, fair play rules to be relaxed so they can they can still survive. Well, <laughs> what they've also asked for is for the transfer window to be longer next season. Yeah, they can sell players to comply with financial fair play. Well, you comply with it in the first place then. I know, I know it's brilliant. Oh no, we've broke law. So what if, if what you could do if you could just change it just for a little bit so we can get out of it, yeah. and then you could change it back again. Yeah, it, it's just it's sick. It is honestly, it's sick. And then you know these these clubs are asking for this sort of stuff, talking about how we're going to get out of doing this, how we're going to get out of doing other. Where, whereas meanwhile in League Two and possibly in League One, there are clubs who are going to go bust. They're going to go out of business. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, and people are not addressing that, are we? No. Oh, they don't appear to be addressing it anyway. Not, uh, not, not enough to satisfy them. Because if if they were, if they were, then everybody, we, there'd be no talk about League Two cancelling. No, absolutely. There'd, there'd be no talk about it. But from what I see, what you can see, I think League Two will definitely not play. That's the the vibe yeah. I'm getting from everything you see on the news and everything else. Yeah, and I think you might be right. I think that might happen in League One as well, and it seems to be going that way, doesn't it? Yeah, it's getting, it's getting to a point where people are just sort of getting away from their own self-interests, I think. And some, sort of, some are. Some are. Well, that's what I mean, some are, yeah. And I think yeah. some have got to pass as a majority as a vote. They've got to call, like, an EGM, which is then going to be, it's going to be ratified. Yeah. Uh, and it, as, as to sound from, from, a, from a club, from a rolling point of view, it would be brilliant for us. Do you know if they ended League One and League Two points per game? Yeah. Championship had to finish, had to go to a finish. Yeah. yeah. That'd be brilliant for us. Yeah, it would, yeah. We'd have a th- two month head start on transfers because we're yeah. only at Championship. So what yeah. team Luton might try and sign? Well, we can, we'll, we'll go sign them because we, we know where we're going to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so from, a, from a purely selfish point of view, get Championship playing and we'll just take a points per game and take second. I'm fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. What do you think? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't, I didn't hear what you said. Uh, I think I'd happily take that. Just championship play it out, and we'll take points per game. Yeah. Because teams are coming up quick, quickly behind us, aren't they? So I don't think it's worth the risk. Well, no, yeah. If we, if we, I think we had a choice. We cancel, we cancel it now. Because if we were going to be there, fans were going to be there. I think it would be slightly different. Mm. Yeah. Well, if you're not going to let me be there to see promotion. Exactly. It's effectively just a bit of paper. Yeah. So let's just take a bit of paper. Yeah, Perhaps today talking about self-interest that some Premier League teams have come out publicly and said they were against the um, 
neutral venue's idea. Yeah. But supposedly could be persuaded if there was no relegation. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As long as you don't relegate us, we'll do what you want. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. So then what are we playing for? Because le- league's already tied up. Yeah. No <laughs> point there, is it? There's nothing else to play for. No. It's mad. Well, whatever. Well, anyway, yeah. Um, well, well, you never know. By next time we're on, we well, might not have moved anywhere. I would hope within the next week, because obviously by the end of the week, there will be, I would have expected, hoping, fingers crossed, some sort of restrictions lifted. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be very much restrict, very no. much lifting of it initially, though. Yeah. No, but I w- you would have expected they're going to start lifting. There would be a plan, whether there's like a like uh, a plan which you got four phases or three phases, or whatever. Yeah. Um, there would be because the government set publicly a plan for ending lockdown, and the clubs, in theory, can say right, if this happens, this is what we'll do. Yeah. In theory. Well, we'll see. We'll see. That's, that's, assuming, that's assuming they don't go down under and finish it in Perth like they talked about doing as well. But uh, we'll see about that. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> cool. Anything else for anyone? Any, any more for any more chat chat? Nope. I ain't got anything. Cool. No, nothing from me. Brill. Right, we'll call it then. then. So, yeah, we've uh, done that 11. Let us know what you think. We will come again next week where we may do either a Greatest Games again, probably the 2018 playoff final, or uh, we may do start doing a season review in three. If we do a season review in like three parts, by the time we finish it, we'll either we'll should know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. hopefully, yeah. yeah. But then, yeah, there's a few, a few things we'll be doing hopefully next few weeks as well, but we'll uh, let you know as and when they come up. If they do come up. So yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you everyone for listening. Twitter, Facebook as always. Kit World Cup's still ongoing. We're nearly at the end of the last 16. Um, and the RU Patrick kits are incredibly popular. Mm. I'd never heard of it before I started doing this. <laughs> <laughs> but there's three out of the four quarter finalists are already RU Patrick already. So Wow. Yeah. There you go. And there's still one left in draw, so we'll uh, they'll they'll get through. And uh, yeah, that's all. So thank you very much, Ben, for doing the quiz. Thank you. Um, and thank you very much, Daniel, for letting me win. Thank you. And well done, Mick, for getting a point. Well, thank you. Right. Well, <laughs> Cheers for listening, guys. Bye. 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 days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.